my friends, and welcome again to the Bible Lab, the podcast where we explore major themes from every book of the Bible in order to see how each page points us to Jesus, who he is, and what he's done. I'm your host, Andy Wood. Thank you for joining me. This is our second episode exploring the book of Hebrews. If you haven't listened to our first episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it, or you could just listen to me for the next five seconds as I tell you about the most important thing we said in our last episode. The most important thing we said in our last episode is that the book of Hebrews was written to demonstrate that Jesus is greater than. Greater than what? Exactly. Jesus is greater than whatever you've got. The author of Hebrews is trying to convince Jews who have become followers of Jesus and are now facing persecution and oppression and are considering going back to Judaism. The author of Hebrews has written this book under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to demonstrate that Jesus is better We said that's the three-word summation of the entire book of Hebrews. Jesus is better. And so what we're going to look at in our episode today is three things that Jesus is better than. Now, we know that he's greater than all, but the author of Hebrews brings forward three specific things that would have really been persuasive and powerful to a Hebrew audience, but I hope also, and I believe under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, this book is also powerful for us today. Now, as far as the author of Hebrews is concerned, knowing who Jesus was and knowing what Jesus has done is the key to living the Christian life dynamically and effectively. It's the key to maintaining our faith and our hope in Jesus when the entire world is against us, knowing who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. And so the author of Hebrews is going to give us three comparisons from Old Testament images and characters so that we can get a picture of how great Jesus is and what he's done for us, so that we can hold on to him. And the first of those comparisons is this, Jesus is greater than the angels. Now that seems an odd place to start for us, but let me give you a little backstory here. Now it was said in Jewish tradition, and there are some verses in the Old Testament that that might hint at this, but the belief of the author of Hebrews' day was that The Ten Commandments were given by God to Moses, but the middleman in this exchange was angels. Angels delivered the Ten Commandments to Moses. Now, whether or not that's actually the case doesn't really matter because it was believed to be the case. And if you can remember in our first episode, we talked about how the author of Hebrews really draws attention to the word as spoken, the word as spoken through Jesus, how we must listen and obey Jesus. So here's what the author of Hebrews says about Jesus being greater than the angels. Hebrews 1, 5 through 14. For to which of the angels did God ever say, quote, you are my son, today I have begotten you. So which angel had God say that to them? None of them, only Jesus. Or again, quote, which angel had God say this to them? Quote, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. Again, the answer is, No angel, no angel ever had God say that to them, only Jesus. Verse 6, and again, when he, Yahweh, brings the firstborn into the world, speaking of Jesus, he says, let all God's angels worship him. So the author of Hebrews says, when Jesus came into the world, think about the night that Jesus was born, the angels filled the night sky and they were singing and worshiping Jesus. Verse 7, of the angels, he says, Yahweh speaking, He makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. 
You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. So the angels, God says, you are my ministers, you're my servants. But of the son, the father says, sit right here. Sit on this throne. Hold the scepter, the symbol of ruling power and authority. Verse 10, and God also said, you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning and the heavens are the work of your hands. So scripture is here attributing the creation of the earth to the sun. They, the heavens, will perish, but you, the sun, you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe. You, the sun, will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed, but you are the same and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has Yahweh ever said, quote, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Which angel did God invite to sit next to him in heaven? And the answer, of course, is no angel. He only said that to his son. Are they angels? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So we just got three things. Three things the author of Hebrews shows us to demonstrate that Jesus is greater than the angels. First, The Son is superior to angels by virtue of his unique relationship with the Father. You you see these verses, you are my son, today I've begotten you, or when in verse 6 when it calls Jesus the firstborn. This is not talking about like that there was a time when Jesus did not exist. These images about firstborn and only begotten, these are pictures of when the heir ascends to the throne. So Only Jesus is invited to sit down at the right hand of the Father. Only Jesus is given a kingdom. Only Jesus is given the scepter to rule. Only Jesus receives worship alongside of the Father. These verses demonstrate that Jesus is right now at the right hand of the Father, reigning over all creation, including angels. They worship Jesus. So the Son is superior because of his unique relationship with the Father. He is fully God, truly God. And angels are inferior by virtue of their status. Angels worship the Son. They are singing and bowing before Jesus. They worshiped him the night that he was born. They are worshiping him in heaven. He does not worship them. And angels are sent out by God as servants and messengers. They are ministers to God's people. They are the messengers that Jesus sends out on his business. The angels don't send Jesus out. He sends them. And third, the Son is superior by virtue of his eternal nature and enthronement over the universe. In verse 8 that we just read, when he says, Your throne, O God, the Son, Jesus, is being addressed as God, and it says that his throne is eternal. You can only say that about God. You would never say that about an angel. The Son is said to have created the universe and that he is the one who is going to remake the universe one day. And this whole section concludes with Psalm 110 verse 1, which is the most quoted Old Testament verse in the New Testament. And it says, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. This psalm, this messianic psalm, speaks of the exaltation of the Son to the preeminent position of power in the universe, seated by the right hand of God in heaven. The Son is greater than the angels. Now, perhaps a Hebrew person might say, right, okay, 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 that's that makes sense to me. But then the author of Hebrews drops the big one. Jesus is greater than Moses. And you can almost imagine the audience <gasps> gasping. 
Here's what he says in Hebrews 3, 1 through 6. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share the heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses also is faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Now the author of Hebrews is not bashing Moses at all. Moses is a godly man. Moses is one of the heroes of the faith. We, we would do well to consider the ways of Moses and think about what are the parts of his life that we could imitate through the power of the Holy Spirit. Moses is a godly, godly man. What the author of Hebrews is doing is saying, as great as Moses is, Jesus is infinitely greater. The author of Hebrews points out that Moses was faithful, but not always. He had his moments of weakness, but Jesus was always perfectly faithful and therefore worthy of more honor than Moses. And he gives two specific reasons. He points out that Moses built a temporary tent. It's Jesus who builds the eternal house. So Moses is the one under whose supervision the people of Israel built the tabernacle. This was the mobile tent where the Ark of the Covenant, where this is God's throne room, his dwelling place on the earth in the midst of his people. Moses built that tent, but friends, that tent has rotted away thousands of years ago. It's gone. Moses built a temporary tent. It is Jesus who has built the eternal house of God. Think of God's promise to David in 2 Samuel 7, where David wants to build God a temple. He says, I want to build God a house. And God says, no, no, I, you don't build me a house. I build you a house. Speaking of a dynasty, of a family. And it's Jesus who has built this eternal house. The other reason that Jesus is worthy of more honor is that Moses is a servant, a faithful servant, but just a servant. Jesus is a son. Right? The ultimate building project of God, the church, does not come through the work of Moses. It comes through the work of the Son. He is greater than Moses. Greater than the angels, greater than Moses. And Jesus, third, is greater than the Levitical priests. Now, in several passages, the author of Hebrews demonstrate how Jesus is greater than the Levitical priests. And this is such a huge theme in the book of Hebrews that we're actually going to devote our entire next episode to looking at the high priesthood of Jesus. But friends, remember this before we close. Jesus is better. So listen to him. There is no salvation apart from the Lord Jesus. So hear him, obey him, worship him, serve him, love him. He is greater than anything the world can imagine. Our next time we come together, Lord willing, we'll look at the high priesthood of our Lord Jesus. But for now, take up and read, my friends. God bless.